0: 20, bro shit's different all right guys welcome back
1: once again to the organic football podcast man it's week six and you know it was a pretty crazy one a lot of big scores getting put up and hey we're we're here on monday night football we had two games going on chiefs already wrapped up a victory in buffalo and now we're watching the arizona cardinals on monday night football just destroy the Dallas Cowboys and Andy Dalton so that's a welcome sight but uh yeah I want to go ahead and introduce my co-host you all know these guys but let's go ahead and check in over there with Brad what's up Brad how you doing this weekend man
0: pretty good man how you doing I'm doing pretty good bro I'm stressed it's uh there's a couple of us in our league that are feeling the stress right now so (laughs) I'm going against Arizona's defense so that picks almost pick six kind of had me going man
1: yeah bro i mean there are a few games coming down to the wire uh all across the fantasy landscape i gotta believe so bye bye as deandre hopkins just caught a Ooh. what 50 yard pass down the sideline something like that so rich i'm gonna check in over there with you buddy how are you what's going on how's your fantasy squad looking this week bro?
2: I, I had a tough week again. Uh, looks like I'm going to take a W or take a W. No, I'm going to take a <laughs> take an L. Take an L this week. Uh, came up a little short. I had Devontae Parker in my lineup. Took an injury. I had Jonah Smith in my lineup. Took an injury. I mean, that's just that's kind of the breaks of it. I still put up a lot of points. Put up the prerequisite amount of points you expect to put up in this league. That kind of gets you to a win pretty much. Um, went up against one of the one of the stellar teams this week. So, uh. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got me. He had a bunch of Tampa Bay Buccaneers on his team. But, you know, my spirits are high because, you know, I, I still like my roster. And, you know, three and three is not at any by any means even probably out of the playoff picture. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that and where my squad's at. But, yeah, ready to go through these games. And, uh, yeah, that's about it, man.
1: Yeah dude, we're just going to hit this recap and turn the page to week 7 because uh I once again took a L as well. So, uh we'll get into that later, but I had a Derrick Henry. Well, everybody saw what he did and you know, I was actually playing against him this week as it turns out. So, anyways, guys. Tough one. Yeah, uh, you know what? I mean, I gotta give him props. The guy's an animal. So, oh yeah, He's one of the players I'd love to have on my squad. But yeah, he he went off, and I kind of had that feeling when this week started. And Brad, didn't you call him as your uh, Acapulco Gold? Wasn't that your guy?
0: I did. I had him. I thought he was I think I called three touchdowns and 150 plus. So yeah, I was really close.
1: He went nuts. Uh, so, anyways, guys. Uh, yeah, let's hit our social medias before we get into these game recaps and. Uh, obviously we're on Instagram. We want everybody to check us out there. We're getting some good interactions. We're getting some start tick questions, uh, you know, asked of us. We're probably gonna, you know, dive into those on the back half or maybe some trade analysis. So, uh, go ahead and check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and all the pod platforms, Rich. I mean, we're on about 10 or so of them at this point. I lost count, man.
2: It may be... Under, it may be under 10, but <laughs> it's up there. I think we got about seven seven or so going on. So that's 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 pretty groovy. Pretty much anywhere you're looking for the podcast, you can go in there, and we'd, we'd appreciate it if you click subscribe. Uh, so you just get us every Tuesday and Friday here during the season, locked and loaded. We'll, we'll recap the weeks. We'll preview the weeks. We'll get through them for you. We're doing all the work. So check on in, click like, listen, rate us, review us if you would. That would be great.
1: Yeah, man, and for us, it's win or lose, you know, even if we're uh, down in the doldrums and we took a loss this week, we're still popping on here to grind it out for you guys and bring all the information, and hell yeah, Brad, if you get a win at the end of this game, you'll be pretty stoked, I got to imagine.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I would love to get a win. I've had two <laughs> losses, so, well, I did have a win last week, but those two losses, man, I don't like having two losses in the season, like Rich said, man, so three losses, man, That would be rough, because I had high aspirations for the season, so it would be tough.
1: Right on, guys. Well, let's start with these game recaps, and the first one we're going to get to, Brad, I'll send it right back to you, the LA Rams and the 49ers. Uh, You know, this game was pretty interesting. I had a feeling San Francisco might uh, come out and play up to their potential, despite all their injuries and issues they had. Jimmy G went out there, looked pretty good, spread the ball around, and You know, the the Rams kind of got shut down. So, what did you see in that
0: game, bro? That was a pretty nice recap, Mark. (laughs)
1: That's it?
0: Yeah. So, I guess I will just add further analysis onto your recap because I like that. That's good. You watched the game. I appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, the one thing I will say is uh, I totally misread this game. I thought the Rams were flying high. We're going to come in and just stomp on them. That defensive line is – I mean, Aaron Donald was playing out of control. And – the way that I saw San Francisco play Miami, you know, I thought it was the perfect match for them just to get, but I did not take into effect that Jimmy G was coming back, a healthy Jimmy G and they just got beat by Miami. So that no one wants to get beat twice in a row. I mean, who likes to lose twice in a row, you know? So they were going to come to play. So I kind of misread that whole game. And when I was watching it, I was like, San Francisco is obviously a great team. they yeah. run the hell out of the ball, control it. They got great tight end play. And, uh Samuels and Ayuk are studs, man. So they got a lot of, lot of offensive weapons. So not surprised, hindsight, but yeah, I totally misread it.
2: I like the creativity out of San Francisco. They're, they run the ball, but they're also very creative. They make sure they're giving the ball to their wide receivers. So definitely good to see that. I did think that uh second half of this game, L.A., did figure it out a little bit. They figured out what they needed to do, and I did start to see the offensive line start to get push in the second half. I just felt like they were behind, and they kind of had to get away from the run a little bit. So if if they were just like a little bit tighter in this game, I, I felt like they were going to get it figured out. It seemed like they did get it figured out. Towards the fourth quarter, they were moving the ball again. So I don't think people with the L.A. Rams offense should like be worried about their pieces right now. So. Um, that's what I took away from that. I think Daryl Henderson's kind of separating himself a little bit in that backfield. That was the one thing I kind of put down as a note was, it seems like he's getting there. Um, we did, uh, we did see in that game too, uh, Raheem Mostert's hurt again. Uh, seems like he's got an ankle now and red today. He'll, he'll be going on IR again. So, Oh shit. So, I mean, that's, that's another, at least three weeks, uh, for Raheem Mostert out again. So we'll, we'll see what we do with that. Um, there's a lot of options back there. I mean, Tevin Coleman could be coming back. Uh, we all know Jarek McKinnon's been there. He's been producing pretty well. Uh, we even saw Jamichael Hastys, he's a rookie. He was in there for a considerable amount that night. Um, so, you know, uh, just something to monitor. There's there's production to be had in that backfield, but it, with all the rotating pieces, it's really hard to, like, navigate where you're going to get that from.
1: Right on, man. And uh, just on the San Francisco side, Brandon Ayuk, I want to mention the ASU kid. I think that Jimmy G is finding a nice connection with him. So if he's out there on your waiver wires, uh, definitely he might be a guy you want to stash.
0: Hometown hero, man. Who doesn't like that?
1: Hell yeah, bro. Next game up, we got Denver at the Patriots. This game, talk about misreading a game, Brad. (laughs) I thought Cam was going to come out in this game and completely tear it up just obliterate the Broncos. And, you know, he really had a rough day and uh, I don't know, I'm not really sure what happened with Cam out there, but he was not really able to get it together. And Denver's D played great and their offense did just enough. So, you know, what did you see on
2: that side, Rich? Denver's offense looked good. I I did have notes in there that they looked real nice. Actually, I thought, with a balanced offense, even though the run game wasn't really that fruitful, which would tend to be the case against the Patriots. Um, I felt it was nice that they stuck with the run and it balanced out their offense. And uh, I had a note that the, the guy who filled in, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but number 85, the tight end who filled in for Fant, I, I felt like he mm-hmm. filled in quite admirably. If you saw that game, he, he looked like Fant. he played like fan. Um, he's a rookie himself. So might be something to look at if, if Fant was like going to be a prolonged thing, then maybe, but um, maybe a little, I mean, I don't want to scare you in anything, Mark, but maybe a little dip <laughs> in production for Fant, maybe on its way with just seeing how good this other kid is too. They're going to want to utilize yeah. this kid too, since they're low, they're dinged up in pass catchers as it is. So they, they might want to start utilizing him. I've, I've seen a lot of two tight end sets. Have you been noticing that Brad? Like I've seen a lot of people using two tight end
0: sets right nowadays yeah yeah they've been stuff in the middle and then what they like to do is it's kind of do a play action out of that yeah
2: yeah filter out
0: sneak some some like you know no name guy out of there you know yeah yeah
2: interesting uh and then on the new england side yeah i one of the notes that i had when i was watching this that's that was the thing i was gonna say earlier you know i've i was still watching tape I, i told brad earlier i was like man Tough, tough week to watch tape, but you know, my third, <laughs> my third loss in a row. I'm like, you know, but my team is good. my My team is super solid, super stacked. So I, I feel really good about the team itself. Uh, but being three and three is just annoying. So, but you since know, since we're
0: talking about your team, how do you feel about Dash?
2: Oh, I, I mean, this is kind of as I expected with it. Hopefully, is like is that I, I still anticipate? Okay, well, Bell's going to be there. We'll we'll no longer see Daryl Williams really on the field at all. Um, and and so that Hill Bell will fully slide into that role. Will maybe be about sixty forty. It could it could slip to where it's 50-50, But I think they're going to want to use both guys. And to be honest with you, like uh, full head of steam, that offensive line is coming up better. I, I think they're going to want to utilize my guy in dash. And and I, I feel I feel pretty confident in him. So uh, you know we kind of shifted games, but I, I I feel I feel confident in what the, what I'm going to get out of him. I may not be getting. RB 1 to 6 production in a week but I feel like I'm going to get RB 6 to 12 production in most given weeks.
1: Yeah, it was nice to see from uh Clyde Edwards Alaire the that- you know, he went out and had a statement. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to get in the end zone. He actually did get in he the did. end zone, and then yeah. the referees pulled the yellow laundry Dude, out of their pocket. And you know, that's
2: three or four now this year for him that have been called back on holdings. So I'm like, it's yeah. it's funny with that too because you don't you don't check that if you ain't watching tape, you're never going to see that. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't watch every play of every game. You're you're definitely not going to catch when you know plays get called back on that stuff, and that, right. that's not in the box score anywhere. So, um, yeah, he's had. I, I can't remember if it's three or four now this year with that one tonight where um they've been called back on him. He's had touchdowns. So he hasn't had touchdowns, yes. It's not in his box score, but he's been played he's been play called for the touchdowns and achieved them. So I think it's there. I think Bell Bell almost like helps the production a little bit like it's like fuels his fire like hey now there's this other guy here too i gotta fucking step it up i think we saw it tonight and they gave him you know 26 carries tonight so if that's that's the ratio i'm going to be getting then all the better let's go for it
1: right on man and switching gears back to that denver new england just any thoughts on what happened with cam out there before we move on
2: oh that's what i had my note on the on the new england side was I was very surprised Denver's defense really showed up in this game, played very well, um, able to shut down Cam. I think there was just a, a layoff. You know, they they had they had a little bit of time lapses and, and missing practices and that kind of stuff. I think it kind of got them off their rhythm. Uh, yeah. You know, I came into this game expecting them. I, I started Damian Harris uh, because I expected them to really kind of have a lead, milk clock. Uh, that's, that's the type of game where Damian Harris will really thrive, where they want to run the ball 20 times, um, and the, it's straight up just run plays. So, uh, I kind of read that totally ass backwards and, you know, granted I, sh- I should, have gotten somebody else in there over Damian Harris. I, I, I read that wrong though, but I, I think a lot of people might've read that wrong. I think new England was, um, new England was like a nine point favorite in that game.
0: Yeah. I was actually very surprised with how they played. I, th- I mean Denver. I always knew, like the minute they played Pittsburgh uh, that game, I was like, "Wow!" Even though Denver lost some guys, they're still a really good defense. I didn't think their offense was that great, especially now. And I kind of do think Philip Lindsay, kind of that Melvin Gordon thing. Well, now that he's gone, Philip Lindsay kind of had to fire up his ass too. Like, hey man, you know I can do this too. So
1: yeah, right on, man. Philip Lindsay's pretty much produced since he's got to Denver. So I mean, once that guy gets a shot. To be the guy, I think it might uh, work out well for him.
2: Just on on that real quick with the Melvin Gordon thing, seems like it might come down this week. It, 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 I think I saw a report of of a three game suspension, so that's that, okay. that's looming and maybe possibly starting
0: this week. So,
1: all right, just one more thing to uh, keep an eye on.
0: Right? Are any guys really buying that strap? By the way, no. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. (laughs) All of a sudden, he came down as ill.
1: It was like, okay.
0: I never heard someone not make a game because of strep. That's the first time,
2: dude. I don't know. Like, I did have a little note in here, a general note. We can get on it real quick, but about like the NFL. I think it's funny. I I I see through it a little bit. I I think they're they're just kind of they're kind of just throwing shit at the wall right now, (laughs) like seeing what sticks. And like, I think they're I think they're just like, all right, if you're not actively sick. We're going to fricking, we're going to just like play, we're going to play these games. I don't think they think that like it's being transmitted during games at all. So that's why they're just like, no, we'll just play the games. (laughs) Like whatever happens, like we'll just, you're on the COVID list and you're not here, but we're going to play the games. I think they kind of shifted this week.
1: (laughs) It kind of seems like that. It's almost like everything cleared up real quick just in time for Sunday, and everybody's like, okay, sounds good.
2: Nothing to see here. Don't worry about these. Uh, Let's play some games. (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) We get our games, I guess.
0: Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, next game on the list. And, Brad, this was – I got to tell you, man, my team took a – Big L this week in fantasy, but I did not quite get more enjoyment out of watching the Green Bay Packers go into Tampa and Aaron Rodgers get completely manhandled. And I don't know. I thought he might shed a tear at some point there. <laughs> so, I mean, he had a terrible day. The Bucks just roughed him up. So what did you see from that game? And on the Bucs side, uh, Brady just spreading the ball around, man.
0: Well, it's actually funny. If you watch the very front of that game, the Packers actually came up to a very, like, I think it was 10-0. And Rodgers did his little dance. He's very, feeling very oh, yeah. confident. And I can't remember who it was, but he's like, yeah, my quarterback knows what fourth down is. And it's, like, crazy to me. Like, anyone that gives the other team bulletin board material, it's like, why would mm-hmm. you do this? Especially a guy like Tom Brady. Oh, it's yeah. like, you're an idiot. So, yeah, you gave him all the bulletin board material. And if you watch Ndamukong sue in there, there, there's a lot of shit that went on there too. Oh,
1: dude, that got that got heated. Yeah,
0: he got flagged for a late one, and Rogers like turned back and said some shit to him. And then after that, it got a little chippy. So,
1: but you know, if Adamu and Sue actually started coming at Aaron Rodgers, what would he do? He'd go stand behind his biggest offensive lineman, his three biggest offensive linemen, and he'd keep barking. I mean, come on, if Sue was coming at Rodgers, what's he gonna do?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought it was kind of funny. There, and what did he say, Rich, at the end of the game? It's, it goes back many years.
2: Oh yeah, after the game, after the game, he said, uh, "said Oh yeah, this go this it, the things between me and him go back years." Talking about his Detroit days, yeah. So. <laughs> They, they they've got the bad blood and it, it spilled over a yeah. little bit yesterday and and Tampa Bay got the better of it in this game. They, oh,
1: that, big time. That
2: defense is is primed and ready, man. I'm I'm telling you, like they did that against uh, Green Bay's offensive line, and, and and Green Bay's offensive line is top five right now. So that's that's a big big time performance from the Tampa Bay defense, which is just flying all over the field. I was a little worried. Um, previous week, Vita Vea went down the nose tackle, and I thought that was a big part of them stuff in the run game, and they stepped it up in the run game. They, 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 they're they, all over it, man. They shut down Aaron Jones. I mean, that's a tough task with with what Green Bay does. It's it's There's, wep, yeah. there's weapons everywhere. It's Aaron Rodgers at the helm. I mean, they, they stepped it up. I'm I am proud of that defense. I, I, I'm proud to say I rostered that defense.
0: Yeah, I think there's like three good defenses there right now that I see that are just like non-questioned studs and that's baltimore yeah. pittsburgh and tampa bay indy was kind of in that mix but they kind of uh
2: yeah we'll, we'll get there but yeah indy was yeah. surprising
0: this week yeah
1: you might see the bears creep up there man they might be number five
2: the bears yeah nice. but, i
0: mean the, the those top three that's totally different ah,
2: we still got to fit it in but we got to get we you know what we got to do is a redraft at some point still we should <laughs> still do it we should still do it <laughs>
1: Yeah, show me when there's time, man. <laughs> I feel like we go so long.
2: We're just did defenses. Day. We're good. We got one in. <laughs> Let's do one in the back half. We'll do running backs later. All right. On. We can do it. Let's go. Next game. Let's go fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Blue 42. <laughs> All right. Let me see. <laughs> oh, Brad, real quick. You did say – um. Tom Brady, the offense is looking good. It is like like a nice rhythm. It is funny though. It's not looking like Bruce Arians' offense really. It's kind of looking more like you know Patriotsville, uh, a little more a little more dink and dunk than we're used to seeing with Bruce Arians. I thought that was an interesting note.
0: I mean, if you think about it, it's, you fit the system to Tom Brady. You know, yeah. He's been successful for how long? He goes to the Super Bowl every other year. Okay. I mean, okay.
2: And then look at that Gronk touchdown. That's that's a play we've seen how many freaking times, you know? Oh,
0: yeah. Gronk hasn't played forever, so, like, it took him some time to kind of get up. So, I think he's starting to gear up, and you might see a little monster out of him.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I thought I heard the stat that that was the 91st time that Brady and Gronk hooked up in the end zone. So, yeah, he's yeah. got the mitts,
2: man. And
0: This is know. what it looks like if you're Gronk. <laughs> it's just- this is, like, actual image size.
2: <laughs> I can't see anything. I just see – Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then you put those big padded gloves on it. It's just like, wow.
2: We worked the mitts into there. That's good.
0: <laughs> All right, next game up,
1: Rich. Uh, the Washington football team let the New York Giants get a win this year somehow. So the Giants pulled out the victory 20-19. to uh, I think both these teams are one in five now, so not a whole lot to see there. I mean, they're still in a terrible division, but, uh, w- what did you see on the Washington side, bro?
2: Yeah, I did just want to hit this game real quick just to discuss how terrible the division is. I thought we'd mention that, uh, <laughs> yeah. man, this, this division, I mean, now you're seeing the Cowboys are going to, they're going to fall to two and four after this loss here, which to the, to the Cardinals. It's about wrapping up here. Um, so that's pretty nice. Uh, you're going to see a, this is a shitty division, man. These are these are all really bad teams. So we saw that, yeah, New York somehow squeaks out a victory because Riverboat Ron uh, goes ahead and goes for two at the end of the game, and they don't get two. So instead of taking this thing to overtime where New York has, like, literally barely moved the ball all day, uh, they're handed a victory. So anyway, I thought it was an interesting game. I just thought I'd point out, you know, my guy Terry – you know, it's been a little bit of a struggle with the with the offense, but I think I think better days are ahead. And I, I he did make one one hell of a play. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, Kyle Allen threw himself a nice little pick, and Terry came in there and like made one of the best tackles of the day on the whole Washington side. So, <laughs> I thought that was great, man. <laughs>
1: That shows up on the stat sheet. I mean, yeah. it's a tackle that <laughs> he got a tackle,
2: so I thought I thought that was nice uh, I mean
1: no, I did see that uh McLaurin got twelve targets, so you know he's still they're still looking for him man he's yeah. still the guy, but no he had a,
2: they're just struggling he had a serviceable week, you know yeah you said twelve targets um seven catches seventy nine yards so serviceable for the week and and I do think you know Coming into this week, I had already told you guys that he was my burnout. So that's actually kind of a pretty decent showing for for what was an expected situation from him. Um, he had that shadow corner on him. That was actually who got the interception because they were targeting him, and it was a bad ball thrown by Kyle Allen. So as I've said, too, I, I do hope that this Kyle Allen situation kind of resolves itself here in about two, three weeks, and maybe it's Alex Smith throwing the ball. So I'm looking forward to that
0: uh, coming up with uh, with Terry McLaurin. So, I, I got a little bit of information for you guys.
2: What do
0: you got? What do the Seahawks, Bears, Chiefs, Steelers, and Titans all have in common? I don't know. The first place? They all have as many wins as the NFC t- NFC East. Combined? Combined. Five. The five. NFC East has won five games total. Oh, That's Lord. <laughs> You're messing. The up. Cowboys are going to lose this game and remain in first place at
1: the Cowboys are definitely losing this game. They're yeah. getting their asses kicked.
0: Two and four, first place.
1: That's insane, man. Yeah. The, the Eagles got that tie. Don't forget about that.
0: Dope, yeah, man. which which has secured them a second place right now. <laughs> so, I mean, they're in the thick of it, you know. Yeah, they're
1: right, in, they're right <laughs> in the mix, bro. They're right in the mix. All yeah. right, let's talk about some uh, good teams, Brad. This next game, man, I mean – it was pretty tough for me to watch the man, Derrick Henry. And I uh, got to give you props, Brad. I think you're the first one of us to nail the Acapulca gold pick. It looks like Derrick Henry will be the top scorer of the week. Is that right, guys? I think so. 39.4. I think he's got it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you nailed it, Brad. Nicely done. And uh, yeah, man, he crushed it. So, I mean, did you see that drive in overtime? They were basically like, yep. As soon as, as soon as, uh, Tennessee won the toss. You can see Deshaun Watson just go like, because <laughs> he knew. He's like, they're just going to give the rock to Derrick Henry. He's already broke off a 94-yard run. So, uh, Yeah, what do you want to say about Tennessee, Brad?
0: Tennessee and the Steelers, they're two teams that are kind of methodical with how they go about their business. It's literally like, we're going to do this, 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 and then, bam, we're going to burn you here. And then every now and then, we're going to like do, do, do this, and then we're still going to run it. So it's like, they don't really change anything up, but the pieces they have, they just... Don't match with anyone that's guarding them. They're always mismatch. And Tannehill is like the perfect position for this. Like Rich said, he's accurate. He he doesn't really want to be like, you know, I'm the guy, I this. I just want to win games and take care of the ball and distribute it nicely. And that's what he does. Because I mean, AJ Brown, he's got his top guys, but you know, they're not open. He's finding other guys, you know. So I really Mm -hmm. like what they're doing. I think they're top-notch defense and I mean, no one wants to play these guys. I mean, they will beat you up.
1: And Tannehill's uh, rushing ability, just his ability to scramble, has kind of surprised me. So that's yeah. another factor for him, man.
0: I, I've been very impressed with his intellect, like of the game and everything. He understands. It seems like he's reading defenses. And it, it almost is like he's just picking them apart. He's finding the soft spots and just getting the ball there. So, And his receivers are catching it and doing well. I think
2: it's. I think it's like we've said before that what that hard play action does is to create easy reads for a quarterback. So I think when you see that, that's because, man, are they really super concerned with what Derrick Henry is about to do to them? So <laughs> yeah, they should be, and they should be like exactly. That's that's what has to you happen. Eight or
0: nine guys in the box. I mean, come on, who doesn't want to throw against that?
2: It's making it easy, and everybody's got their eye in the backfield. Like, oh shit, what's going on? What's going on? And it's easy throws then for Ryan Tannehill to make right now. And yeah, he gets to use his feet. He's a former college quarter uh, wide receiver. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Yeah, so he's he's got some speed. He's a fast guy. One thing I had one little note. This is a little little one of those not really on topic things. Uh, as a, as a guy as a guy who watches tape, okay, there's always one game each week. So this was the game this week and it's Greg Gumble. I don't know if you guys know who that is, the announcer.
1: Oh yeah, I know it is.
2: So listen, this guy, Greg every...
0: Gumble or Greg Gumble.
2: Greg Gumble. So he goes Gumble, Gumble. So every time there's a completed catch, Greg Gumble goes, "He's got his man. He's got <laughs> his man." He says that every foot time, dude. And I'm just like are you kidding me? Like, so I'm sitting here watching tape, and I watch the condensed film, so it's like one play after another, one yeah. play after another. He's got his man. When he throws and there's a catch, he says he's got his man. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Enough.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, dude. How many times do you think he said it in that game if you had to put a number on it?
2: He's got his man. Oh, God. I mean, honestly, like 20?
0: I'm not joking it's you ridiculous. like
2: it's ridiculous dude. Uh, he's got his man. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> he's, he's got his man again. He'll see it if he hits the same receiver, the same guy. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, oh shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> we know he's got his fucking man. He's got what do man. you guys think of
0: Aikman and Buck? I like them. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. I like Tony Roma. I forget who he's with, man, but he's the best. Jim
2: Nance. They're classic. They're good. Yeah. Have you ever heard? uh You got to hear Caliendo. He does them both at the same time. Goes back and forth. It's awesome. <laughs> I should listen to that. That's so funny, funny dude. Who? I mean, he he does old the old shit too with like Pat Summerall and John Madden.
1: That's my favorite, dude. Oh when my he does God. Those. <laughs> those, too good. Perfect. Dude.
2: Too good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and oh, the, uh, the only other note I had on that Houston, Tennessee game, Brad, was I wrote a big star and I wrote, Brad was right.
1: Hey, where's this ding? Oh, let's give him a ding, man. Yeah, yeah, dude, ding him up. Brad, you are the official first one to call the Acapulco gold.
0: You nailed it, bro. I actually thought some other people had called it before. Rich called it, but.
2: I think I came really close that week and I had both. Mm-hmm. I had both though and they were just out of order though. Dude, you got to parlay your
0: your bets, man.
2: That's, that's like a trifecta bet or something like that or yeah. some shit. I don't know what that is. It's like horse Parley. betting. It's one, two mm. in any order. No, it's not. A, I don't think they call it a oh, parlay. Oh, no,
0: that's not parlay. It's a, what is it? You're right. The parlay is just multiple bets. Uh, that's
1: a perfecta, isn't it?
0: Not box. A it's box. Box.
2: Exact a box, trifecta box those Yeah, of box one that of those get boxes year. Box, yeah, what's in the box
0: What's in the box <laughs> We're bunch just stone headed fucks <laughs> <laughs> We can go from that to track To fucking yeah. Fucking seven <laughs> oh, wow. Let's let let's do a game Let's do a game <laughs> All right, here we go Focus fellas
1: yeah, I mean on the on the Houston side, I mean they they did stay in it. Deshaun Watson had a big game. Will Fuller's oh, yeah, probably playing better than anybody's ever seen him play since he's actually staying healthy this year. So yoga. he's looking good, and he did yoga.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he must <laughs> been stretching, like Brad said.
0: Brad no, like legit, he did yoga. He really took care of himself in the off season. So.
2: Well, he had a little injury pop up, but I think he's. Oh, I think yeah. he's doing well. I do like what Willow Fuller is bringing to the table. I, I did. I did come into this season saying, if he was healthy, he was a top ten wide receiver possibility, um, because he he really is. I mean, him he can he can fill in that role. He's he's that guy. He's he's young. He's he's a DeAndre Hopkins type guy to me.
1: Yeah, man. And if there's any uh, listeners out there that happen to have Derrick Henry blow the fuck up against them this week, yo. I feel your pain, but we're going to keep moving, man. There's week sevens on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So, Rich, uh, next game up on the docket, Baltimore at Philly. The Ravens went in there, got off to a huge lead uh, to the point where I was like, well, this game's over. <laughs> you know, Lamar Jackson broke off a big touchdown run. The Eagles came roaring back and, uh, you know, made it interesting at the end there.
2: Yeah. You know, it was funny. I was watching that game, and I was going – well, is this 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 will have to go into that? Uh, Rich was wrong column, I guess. And I was watching and I'm like, okay, this is this is annoying. Yeah, boring game. And and then, uh, all of a sudden the dial switch and here comes here comes Philadelphia again, man. Like they have these spurts where their offense is just uh right there on fire, man. So, uh, I don't know. Carson Wentz is impressing me doing all this with uh, with banged up skill players again, you know. I, I, Miles Sanders goes down in this game. Looks like he's going to miss yeah. 1 to 2 weeks. Uh Zach Ertz goes down in this game. He looks like he's going to miss 3 to 4 weeks. So they're 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 banged up as as it can be, man. There's there's no doubt. I I've, I've never seen such a depleted team. Sure. However, you know, they stick around. They stick around in this game. They made it a game. They just missed a two-point conversion to tie the game at the end of the game. So pretty wild, man.
1: Yeah, man, and I mean, Carson Wentz is out there making stars out of guys like Travis Fulgham and, you know, Greg Ward, whoever can get in the game because
0: everybody else is hurt. I think Fulgham's a star. I think some of these younger guys, he, he, he's the real deal. And I will say this about Wentz, man. I saw him this week stand in there and take hits and deliver the ball, and holy shit, man, that can't last. Like, these guys are dropping out. I'm, I'm pretty sure Wentz is going to be the next guy to fall. So – they're, they're, he's just—he's getting rocked, man. So,
2: guys, am I just seeing this right? So, Kenyon Drake just busted out a big old touchdown for whatever—how many yards that was, man? Mm. If, if Zach, so the guy I was up against, if Zach had started Matt Ryan, he would have twenty something more points. Would he have? Yeah, he would be at one fifty-one. He would have had the, the uh, boom award for our league. Oh. If he would have started, Damn. if he would have started Matt Ryan instead, right now,
1: did he just go into top points for the week?
2: Yes, he did. Yeah, he, yeah, he got three. that on there. Yep, Kenyon Drake just got oh nice with like less than two minutes left, and that's gonna put this guy into the lead and and give him points for the week. So that's pretty exciting.
0: Kenyon Drake just made him thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Hell yeah. yeah, nice. So that's
1: yeah.
0: Well done. Look at that man. Yeah. Welcome to the man. league, Zach. There you go.
1: Scoop that 30 bones, bro. I mean, I'll pay you, like, in December or January, but you know what I
0: mean. He earned it. He earned it today. (laughs) Hell, yeah. Yeah, good for you, Zach. Oh, man. Pollard and Zeke are off on the field. (laughs) No (laughs) pick-sixes, man.
1: This is coming down to it. Yeah. Uh, While we're here, I mean, let's go ahead and talk about this Cardinals-Cowboys game, man. Um, This game, I've just... A little surprised at the score and how well the card's defense played, especially after losing Chandler Jones. But, yeah, I mean,
2: it's a lot to talk about here. What would you see, Rich? Uh, I saw some impressive defense for once. I I I, was, I, I think in our other episode I, I said I was very concerned about this game, and I felt like a lot of points were going to get scored. Um, I did say 40 points. I don't think we quite got there for our team, but um, I'm happy that we were able to come with a good defensive effort um, I was worried about what Andy Dalton would bring, being that he is a seasoned vet. He looked disjointed there, man. Um, it took some time. We saw Zeke. He was out of sorts. He fumbled the ball twice. So definitely not what I was expecting from the Cowboys, but glad to see it as a Cardinals fan. Woo woo. I'm happy. <laughs> um, you know what? I always say, like... If the Cardinals have a better record than I do right now in fantasy football, I'm feeling good, man. They're 4-2. and two. I'm 3-3. Three and three. I got a good team. The Cardinals are looking nice. And this is where I wanted to be when I looked at the schedule for the Cardinals heading into the season. I said if they were 4-2 and two after, the, after the Cowboys game, they've done their job. So they lost some yeah. games that they shouldn't have, but they won some games that they shouldn't have too. So I, I like where they're at right now. They're looking pretty nice.
1: Yeah, man, what a difference a couple weeks makes. You know, was like after that Carolina game, I was scratching my head a little bit with these Redbirds, but they came out and put on a show tonight on Monday Night Football. So give them some props. Uh, yeah, Kenny Drake, he had a real nice day. They finally used garbage him. time touchdown at the end. Yeah, they're finally just giving him the rock. You know, all game long.
2: All right, Cowboys make it easy to use your running backs. They make it easy to just score points. So it's like, you know, pick your poison. How do you want to attack this? light defense defense light how you call it
0: kyler's gonna be top three for years to come man he's special dude yeah
2: he's dope I he put down his shoulder a couple times on those runs today though i was like damn dude relax you're not <laughs> you're not big man
0: <laughs> those are gonna be your top three guys i mean well as long as russ is around too but those are your next like next three
1: before we move on i just want to shout out uh buddha baker man he had a hell of a game and you know, he may be the highest-paid safety in NFL history, but he earned some of that cash tonight, man. He had a game.
2: Yeah, Buddha Baker gets the FP fucking stamp for sure, I would say. Boom. He's good, man. We, we love that guy here. Um, definitely worth the money. Uh, you can you can see it on national TV tonight, America and Beyond. America. America and Beyond. You can, you can check that out. Buddha <laughs> Baker, get to know him. He's out there making plays left and right. I'd love to see it.
0: You oh, got yeah. his jersey,
2: don't you, Rich? I have a Buddha Baker jersey right up over there. Remember in my closet? Right There's up. one there. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Buddha Baker. I have a old. Uh, I have an old Tyron Matthew up there, and I have a Kyler Murray.
0: Well done.
1: Nice, man. I got a Tyron Matthew and a Larry Fitzgerald that don't quite fit me right. Oh. That's all right. <laughs> 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 happens. I just keep buying bigger shirts. That's how I roll. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, Brad, I'm going to send it to you, buddy. Uh, we're going to hit one more game before intermission time. And this was the Bengals and the Colts in another game where since he got out to a big lead and, uh, you know, they were putting out points on Indy's defense. And Indy does have a real good defense, so that surprised me. And then uh, Phillip Rivers came roaring back, uh, tossing ducks all around the yard. What did you see, man? I mean, Indy won the game after getting in that big deficit.
0: You know, Rich. Ever since you said this about Philip Rivers throwing the ball, how it's painful to watch, I can't get it out of my head. It's almost like, he's just like <laughs> as he just like throws the ball, and then it's just like perfectly thrown to a guy going out of the. You're just like, how? How does he do it, dude? Like he he dropped these balls, like, and it's funny because he's using the trajectory differently. You know, it's like he's almost like he's airing it out, and then it's falling in perfectly. He's like. He's actually adapted to his, like, new throwing system. And so, surprisingly, he's accurate. But, I mean, it does float it out there, which leaves him up to a lot of picks. It leaves him very susceptible to that.
2: I think stronger defenses, defenses that fly around, like if they played the Bears right now.
0: Pittsburgh.
2: If they play Pittsburgh Ravens, that's they're gonna chew that stuff up, man. Philip Rivers yeah. is just not equipped for that stuff. I was uh, I was worried watching this game though. I have that Cincinnati bet. I have the under at five and a half for the season. I was like, oh my gosh, this is definitely <laughs> this is definitely not a game I put a fucking win in for the Cincinnati Bengals. But man, oh man, they came back. They made it. They made a game of it. It was it was pretty nice.
0: I think Burrow, man, he he's solid. So. Watch out for him for years to come, but it was a good game, and Philip Rivers, I don't know how he did it, but, yeah, they got a way to get done. I will say Taylor isn't as strong if Philip River isn't playing as well, so but that's all i got to say about that.
1: Yeah, and I know we mentioned my boy T.Y. in our intro song, but has anybody seen him, like, actually on a football field this year?
2: Yeah. I see him out there.
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was got catching passes. I have this football <laughs> app that I get notifications from, and it said that there is a new uh, test – that came up in Indy. And one of the first <sighs> responses was, don't worry, T.Y. safe. He can't catch anything. Oh. Oh, it was funny, man.
1: One catch for 11 yards. Uh, just He just has not been with it this year. I don't know, man.
0: He did have a couple other catches that did get called back, but yeah. I mean, he did look better this game than all his other games. But, I mean, his he was catching the ball. There was just offensive holding on some plays or he was just out of bounds, but it wasn't like the straight up drops. Like you used to see from him.
2: (laughs) Honestly, it's terrible, but like, honestly, like we've gotten a lot of value out of TY over the years, but you know, if yeah, if, you, if it it was if it was necessary and you need to drop him, it's he's, he's filled man. You can, you can get rid of him. Uh, oh, it's tough, man.
1: He's he's part of me. He's in my heart.
2: No, I get it, and he's he's, <laughs> he's part of the crew practically here. He's part of the song. So, uh, but yeah, man, like he's been tough. It's it's been rough, and that offense really features the tight end. So it, it it's. It's really tough. They they feature the tight ends there a lot. That's that's one of my notes there is that uh, no matter who it is, if you got Jack Doyle, Trey Burton, Mo Ali Cox, they're they're really performing. Whereas it's been tough for the wide receivers there. I mean, you can't get any consistency out of it. They run the ball. They throw to the tight ends.
1: All right, guys. Well, I think,
0: dude, I feel good. Yeah. I feel good.
1: I think we've reached the halfway point, Brad. And I I just checked. <laughs> yeah. It looks like you pulled out a victory this week. So tell me why you're feeling good, man. That's Any why it feels good. I feel good, good, man, because oh. I just pulled that one.
0: I thought dude, I'm going against two great running backs in a defense, and I just got a tight end going. Uh, man, it was I was scared, dude.
1: <laughs> well, two great running backs that are on the same team and in the same backfield, but Yeah.
0: I've seen those two guys get forty points in a game, so I did not think they get eight.
2: <laughs> that was an interesting maneuver, I thought. That yeah. that one was interesting.
1: And actually almost looked genius for a couple quarters there because Zeke had two fumbles and then Pollard was coming in and then Zeke was getting the ball again. You were like, uh oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. He um he probably could have picked up a skill and, and gotten you to this week,
0: Brad. Yeah. There's definitely some droppables on his team.
1: Yeah, that that works out sometimes.
0: I mean, if you want to drop Michael Thomas or Ty Lockett, Turner. oh yeah,
1: that's what that's those, what he those done. guys are awful
0: players, man. <laughs> drop them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. So, Brad, congrats. I think you're 4-2 and now, man. So, nicely done. And, uh, yeah, it's halfway point, guys. So, we got to kick back for this intermission before we hit a few games and some waiver wire on the way out, man. I will say
0: this, though. This is a muddled-up year. Usually, we got one or two guys in the front and one or two guys in the back. This year, it doesn't seem like anyone's – well, we might still have one or two guys in the back. But it doesn't seem like there's anyone really pulling away from it this year. So,
2: Well, yeah, today – Today Sirope will, will move himself into first place. Uh sole possession of first place. He'll be five and one. So he will he will have pulled out that victory. Nice. Uh that will push Jay. Unfortunately for him, our our current champion holder of the trophy is going to move to one and five with that with that victory for Sirope. So we will have we will have a five-and-one. We will have a one and five. And then yeah, pretty much everything in between. We've got a lot of four and twos. Three and threes, two and fours—it's all there. Everybody's all in range, though. You know, nothing's nothing's out of range for any team. At a one and five, even you're not you're not out of range by any means.
0: You just take the top teams getting two losses and the bottom's getting teams getting two wins. You topsy turvy this whole standings for sure.
1: Uh, starting off zero and two for me, then digging, grinding to get to two and two, and now I'm back in that same hole. Two and four, and got to dig out again, man. Having that two-game, you know, deficit in the standings, uh, uh, it's never a good feeling, man. It's because you can't, you can't fix it in
2: one week, you know.
0: I won two, lost two, won two, so I'm probably gonna lose the next two.
2: <laughs> the season-long plays are—it is a grind. I mean, you do have to like keep plugging along and keep planning and plugging and 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 working your way through it. It's tough, man. Like. Yeah, we've all been through like kind of different scenarios. I started off three and oh, I've lost three in a row. You know, it's all fluky stuff though. You you know, you do your bet you do your best, you do your best at starting, you do your best on the waiver wire, all that stuff. You're you're scavenging it all, but you know, any given Sunday, you know, things can happen.
1: Any given Sunday.
2: <laughs> oh, I used it. He said it.
1: <laughs>
0: he said it. He said I it. do think it's important to like really know your team and know your players and if they are like falling out and they're just not doing well, but they carry a big name, you know, go ahead, get rid of them, trade them, get some value for them. But if they're just like, like Julio Jones, he really didn't have a good week, you know, any good week this season. But, you know, I mean, Zach was probably even thinking about trading him at times, but he stood by him and now look at him, he's 25 fucking points in a game. And it's like, that guy's not going anywhere. So it's like, some of these guys like Derrick Henry, it took him a while to get up to that. So,
1: yeah, you knew it was coming. Uh,
0: yeah, but what... A little
1: unfortunate it happened against me, but you knew the, the uh, Derrick Henry game like that was coming where he just crashes through the line and breaks off a 94-yard touchdown.
0: I mean, he's almost good for 20 points every game at this point, so it's scary. Yep.
1: <laughs> All right, well, uh, are you guys puffing on anything tonight or are we just talking shop? Good girl! Good girl!
0: I got some venom extracts. Let's see what flavor we are have. Oh, chocolate. Chocolate. Chocolati. I did have some uh, lemon haze today. I forget what Ooh. it was called. Something lemon haze. That was pretty tasty.
2: I was just going to show you, Mark, these gummies that I munched on a little bit earlier. These are... Oh, what you got? This, these are called Good Things Coming, which I just, like, was just... <laughs> oh, that sounds weird. Okay. Uh... That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> So, I didn't really pay attention to that until we got on here, but okay, good thing's coming, that's, that's odd. Uh, but they're good, I was going to tell you. <laughs> they're good, they're good. They're good. This one's a pomegranate fruit jelly, and then they got this other one, this other one's like a citrus, it says Yuzu, Y-U-Z-U, citrus fruit jelly. They're both really good, though. They're like, kind of like gooey... A little bit like that, like sugary type candy, like soft sugary. I don't know how to like describe it. I don't know. Like a Starburst or no, I like a Starburst here. Let me have one more. I might as well. Let's see what we get. Uh, I don't know. There's a candy just like it though. I'll have to look it up.
0: Yeah, you know, I had some edibles yesterday. I couldn't wait yeah. for the I had to enjoy them on my Sunday <laughs> day off.
2: I want to get more of, a,
0: more of a day out of it, you know. Yeah, have a day of it, man.
2: Especially if you're going to take as much as Brad.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's going to work, I don't want it to be like, oh, okay, shit, I got to go to bed soon. Let's make it work. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And so I was getting my, you know, my usual wax over the harvest, the good people down there at harvest. And uh, I asked about those nanos because I'm like, I really want to try them. So they didn't have them. But she's like, oh, well, we have these uh, brownies. They're 100 milligrams, eight bucks a brownie. I mean, that's pretty good for 100 milligrams. But then she said they're half off. They're four bucks today. And I was like, $4 for 100 milligrams? Like, sign me up. So I got three of them and uh, ate all three. And I'm not going to lie, I got, I mean, it wasn't like a great buzz, but I mean, there were times I was like, oh, yeah, I could definitely feel these effects, which is really good for me because I've had like 400 something and not barely had cotton mouth. So I was pretty happy with this. <laughs>
2: Brad felt the effects. Did you hear that, Marquis? At least felt uh, the effects on three on three hundred. To be clear here, three hundred milligrams of
0: brands. That's
2: absolutely <laughs> insane. I'm just
1: gonna throw that out there. Your tolerance is off the charts, man. I don't
0: want it to be. I don't know what I did. I mean, I don't know if it's because I just naturally smoke so much weed. If my body just rejects it, I don't know. There's something going on, but it's not cool, bro. It's not cool, bro. <laughs>
1: it's not cool, bro. It's not cool, bro. Well, here's something that's cool, bro. Uh, how about DK Metcalf, AJ Brown? Brad, you changed your profile picture on the uh, league there. Why don't you fill everybody in on what you went with? <laughs>
0: yeah. I did. I uh, just wanted everyone to know uh, what my team represents. Okay. You know, I didn't feel like that little cartoon John Gruden, Chucky face Kind of sent any fear in people's eyes uh, I was sent a picture of these two guys And said, what well, do you think about these? And I was like, oh my god, those are my two guys So after further talk, I was like, ooh, maybe I should make this my profile picture And so I had to find the picture and everything to make it look right and everything So I did And it's kind of weird, you got two guys with their shirts off Just kind of flexing, and that's my fancy <laughs> football picture
2: So it does
0: drive up some red flags, but that's okay. I'm married. I'm comfortable. I'm not worried about people thinking. So the cool benefit of this is when you click on my score, that picture gets big and then small and big, and it looks like they're flexing their muscles. Like what, bitch?
2: He's saying when you when you open the the, the matchup in the app, is that little uh-huh. that little bubble like you know how it like kind of like bounces a little bit when it, when you go in there, but like so like when it's Brad's, it's it's DK and AJ Brown next to each other like boom 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 boom, what's <Yeah>. up? <laughs> Those guys are shredded, dude. <laughs> yeah, um, I
0: mean, they, dude, they're huge.
1: Sweet. Well, now I got to change out my profile pick. I got to come up with something. I got to top that now, Brad.
0: Now it's a game.
1: Now it's competition.
0: Hey, call me Mr. Jones.
2: I, I like Hulk being in mine. I, I leave that there, probably. I'll leave yeah. that Hulk mode. <laughs> well, Hulk
0: fits you. Cartoon Chucky doesn't fit me.
2: Uh,
0: I don't know. You got a little Chucky in you. It's not that cartoon.
1: <laughs> I like that guy.
0: Okay, he fucking does the eyebrow. Okay, I might be a little cartoon.
2: <laughs> I said nothing. I don't. I don't know what you mean. Did my eyebrows say something? (laughs)
0: Sometimes you don't even need to say anything. says
2: enough. (laughs) My eyebrows do all the talking for me.
1: Actually, now that I think about it, I might have to put, like, two chicks in bikinis on my profile pic just to balance out the league. Oh, Oh,
2: (laughs) of course. (laughs) Just to balance it out. That's it. We need that balance, bro. Mark's like, (laughs) Mark in the morning, he's like, no, guys, I I didn't do any editing. I've been... um... (laughs) Browsing. I've been searching on material. I have to find the right pictures.
0: Chelsea, there needs to be balance.
2: I have to balance
0: out the league.
2: I'm the commish. What are we doing well, here? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: It's not for me. It's for Brad. I
2: have to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, now now I actually do have to do it right, because we're, we, it's in the episode. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap up that intermission right there. That was a fun one, and gotta—I mean, it's Monday night. We just saw two games, and yeah, I mean, we're wrapping this up, talking about the rest of these week six matchups, and then a little Thursday night preview at the end for week seven. Uh, yeah, man. So let's go ahead and talk about this next game, Rich. Uh, Falcons got a win. They're off the Schneid. They're in the win column. They went to Minnesota, and uh, you know, the Falcons' offense played really well. Uh The defense was a little bit fired up. I think with Rah- Raheem Morris, uh, their interim coach, in there. So, what'd you see on uh Atlanta side of the ball?
2: I thought it was interesting. I sometimes I don't listen to myself. Apparently, I have it in my notes. I look back at it and I go, "Hey, yeah, I said if Atlanta, you know, that the first game out." With that coaching change, there's usually a boost. That's literally in my notes, yeah. um, so I didn't really learn my lesson there. I guess I, I, I even placed a pretty good bet against uh, the Falcons, <laughs> and that didn't do well.
1: How good of a bet?
2: Oh, uh, it was in the it was in my large range. I have ranges, and it was in my larger range, and and that did poorly. But I still still had a good weekend. So overall, I, I overcame. So, what did I have for this game? I don't even know. I lost my notes here. Cats so stoned! I lost my notes. Oh, you know, I just thought it was interesting. I don't know if, uh, if you know, if it's the Vakins or the Vakins. <laughs> <laughs> Which team are we talking about? Are we talking about the Vakins or the Vacans? The, the
1: I never realized those two words rhymed until right now, dude. That's crazy.
2: Uh, no, there's um, a <laughs> Homberg does. Michael Michael Irvin he says when he talks about these two teams, you can't tell the difference. He goes, It's the fuckins. <laughs> he goes, which one did he say? <laughs> so when it's these two teams, the Holmberg's always going off when it's these two teams up against each other. The fuckins. Which one? Which one was that?
1: <laughs> Dude, it sound it literally sounds like both words at the same time. Right.
2: <laughs> So that's a, that's actually really the only real reason we're talking about. These two defenses though, I will tell you, let's get after them for the rest of the year. Um if you got a nice yeah. matchup against them, both these defenses suck. Uh
1: one note I had, Kirk Cousins, uh maybe a little seat on the bench for a couple weeks, buddy, get your head calmed down there. What do you think, Brad?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was up with that. I thought I mean, they got some garbage time at the end, so they they put up like Justin Jefferson got some good yardage, but that team looked awful all game. Every time that they, mm. you thought they were going to do something, it was just like, oh, okay, here they come. No, we're just going to let Atlanta score two more times, and then we're going to do a drive. So everything was just bad.
2: Actually, um, if you can get that kicker, that kicker's nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, time for some kicker talk. Yeah, baby.
0: It's kind of funny because <laughs> I literally texted Rich in the morning. And I was like, man, I think Justin Jefferson's going to have a big game. Can I really sit A.J. Brown and put in Justin oh, no. Jefferson? And I was, like, he's like, just for this game, right? I'm like, well, yeah, of course, just for this game. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't. I got to go A.J. Brown. But I never thought, why not bench Madison? You know, if I yeah. really thought Jefferson was going to do so great. So I should have went that route, but I didn't. But I still pulled out the victory, so... Luckily, that didn't cost me anything.
2: Madison disappointed. He was he was shit. He didn't look good.
0: The game script got way out of control. They got down from behind, and that totally meant throw the ball. Let's get away from running run pounds. So, nah. I will say that. But, I mean, whatever. It's Dalvin Cooks by the time he gets back. So, the Madison project is over, and Dalvin should be back in, you know, two weeks time right. after the bye.
2: We talk to the garbage teams. Let's go. Yeah. On. All
0: right. <laughs> Sweet.
1: garbage all right this next team looked like garbage even though they were four and one coming in the cleveland browns went into pittsburgh and brad that pittsburgh d dominated they just manhandled baker and you know completely disrupted him all game so i'm sure that was good to see on your end man what did you like about the pittsburgh's effort
0: uh they found the end zone that's what i liked they finally got in there first one of the season man feels good to you know finally break through So I do think, uh, I mean, like I said, they had a couple called back. But like like Rich has said in the past, like, man, they just hit you. It's almost methodical. They don't try and flash you in the beginning. They're just like, no, we're going to just start out. We're cool punting the ball. We're going to just hit you, hit you, hit you. Like right before the second quarter hits, they're like, all right, now we're going to try and take the little. And then third quarter hits, it's just you can see it. They don't want to hit anymore. They become less engaged. It's just, and then that's when things really break open. So it's kind of fun to me watching them team, even though I hate them, but they're a good team. And uh, Baker, he's just mediocre to a little bit better than that. And against like more mediocre defenses, you know, with those weapons, I think he can definitely shine, but with great defenses, you know, he doesn't stand a chance.
2: We might be seeing the end of Baker's first little run here with this team. I don't mm. know, man. Maybe the writing's on the wall a little bit. We'll see. Might be an overreaction. There's their backup, you know? Uh, Jeez, what's his name? Case Keenum. He came in.
1: Okay. He
2: came into the game. Right. He was in the win. game, yeah. We'll see. It's It's a matter of, you know, this is a bad game for them, a bad matchup, and Baker was dinged up coming in, so maybe – Maybe a better matchup. He, he can look a little better. I mean, we've seen better days for Baker. Let's see what we get out of the next couple of weeks. Not necessarily time to jump ship, I would say. But, you know, a lot of people are going to underperform against that defense. Right, Brad? Like, that that defense is sick. So it's it's going to be hard to perform against them. I think Deshaun Watson had a tough day. Um, he opened up with a good half, but then they totally clamped him down. Like, this is a good defense. So this is one of those tough matchups.
0: I actually think it's... Between them and Tampa Bay, that's like they're one and two, and I think Baltimore's three. Just the way they get after people and they hit, it's almost like they they welcome it. They hit people, so I mean, what else do you not want it from a defense? And they jump routes too. So,
2: and I think I think a note we got to hit is that Chase Claypool is um, starting to show up, man. He's starting to really like yeah. he solidified. I mean, Deontay, we we said that if uh, Deontay Johnson sat that it would open the door for him. And so that was the scenario. And he, he he performed again and had a great game. Um I think he's impressing, but you know, it's still tough. Um if if we've got all four wide receivers there, I do think he is like he's stepping himself up. He's solidifying himself as maybe one A to one A or one B of, of the best wide receivers there. I mean Juju's taking a step back. I think we've seen that.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. All right, one more uh, game here and it was Dow Bears went into Carolina and I don't know. I'm just going to let you guys uh expound on this. I'm kind of just kicking back and you know thinking the Bears are 5 and 1 right now. <laughs> it's a little bit mind-blowing. I can't believe it's true. So, hey man, I'm I'm going to try to be nice with them this week instead of talking down like I usually do about Matt Nagy and his terrible play calls, but I mean, the the Bears got it done, man. They went into Carolina. It was a pretty tough matchup, I thought. You know, Carolina played okay, but where would you come out, Brad? Can you believe the Bears are actually five and one, bro? Uh,
0: I'm a little shocked they're five and one. But first off, Mark, this is your recap. You're telling us. Bro. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> this is the one game I watched. That's true. So. <laughs> No, I, okay. The first thing I'll say is that Nick Foles looked a little bit better. I don't think fantasy startable or anything like that, but I mean he can get the, he can deliver the ball to Jimmy Graham and Allen Robinson. Uh, David Montgomery is getting a lot of playing time with that Tariq Cohen injury that happened a few weeks back, so he's almost locked in as you know RB one in a fantasy lineups. I would think uh, RB two for sure.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say RB two. I don't know about RB one lock. Yeah. I mean maybe if you have a Todd Gurley running back and you're like, "Ooh, David Montgomery." <laughs> yeah. But most teams would that's a solid RB2. Yeah,
1: I'm I don't know. He might get to that like 11-12 spot just the way he's in the game on, you know, 88% of the plays or whatever snap count he got. Rich, uh before you zapped out of there, did you want to say anything <laughs> about that Bears uh Panthers game, bro?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um Bears and Panthers, those were some good defenses. I gotta say, I gotta—I mean, obviously the Bears have a really great defense right now. Teddy Bridgewater and, and that offense—that's a good offense. They're they're underrated, but the Bears did their job in that game, did really well, holding them to field goals most of the way. Because um, there was a couple of precarious situations that they got themselves into, but they're they're able to clamp it down. And on the other side, I'm really impressed with what Carolina does defensively, honestly, because the bears were doing some nice stuff offensively themselves in that, in that game and again carolina was able to kind of shut it down when they needed to they they're putting some bad situations as well you know bears picking off teddy bridgewater and getting touchdowns you know that's that's helpful, man.
1: Well, they did, but then there was that laundry on the field once again, and it got called
2: back. That one was called back. Oh, that's uh, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. the
1: second time that's happened to Eddie Jackson this year, unfortunately. But oh my god, number the breaks.
2: Yeah, and um, five and one though, man. They're on their way. They're first place in their division, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, with <laughs> the Green Bay loss, so yeah, buddy. Do you guys want to do a couple quick
2: hitters?
0: Well, you guys do that. I'm going to do my quick hit.
2: Do a quick oh, hit, okay. Brad. Do a quick hit, and yeah, let's do let's do some quick hits. Quick hitters? One hitters? Quick one hitters. Let's do one little one-liners on these games. Let's go.
1: Rich, uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. Hit me with a one-liner.
2: I'll hit you with a one-liner. Tua made the field. Tua played for some snaps.
1: Yep. How about that? All right, man.
2: <laughs> all right.
0: Gaze is about to get fired. <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: all right. Yeah, one hitter from Brad. Okay.
2: Gaze soon to be fired. Yes. Okay, good.
1: I like that. Moving on.
2: Let's one hit him up.
1: All right. The Lions at the Jags. Rich, one hitter.
2: Oh, what did I have here? Actually, I literally have nothing. <laughs>
0: <It's> <laughs> Swift had two touchdowns.
2: Swift looked okay. good. Swift looked like good they looked like they may like be make a shift. To Swift.
0: A shift to Swift. Ooh, I like you like it. that? God damn, I like that. <laughs> oh, hell
1: yeah. We're going to have to make like half the show one hitters from now on. Those perfect. All right. One hitters are great.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what, though? We kind of skipped, we kind of hit it and kind of didn't hit it with the K- Kansas City and Buffalo game.
1: Oh yeah, we do got to talk about that one.
2: We hit it a little bit. We we didn't hit it, uh, so maybe we'll maybe we'll get like two puffs of this motherfucker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, we all saw it on Monday Night Football that first game, the Monday afternoon football, I should say, out here on the West Coast.
2: Heck yeah. Started
1: about two o'clock. So you know, Pat, it was rainy out there in Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes got the job done once again for the Chiefs and. I just saw some struggles on Josh Allen's side. This is two games in a row where he hasn't looked that great to me. So give me uh, two quick hits on that, Brad.
0: I will say they need a running game in order for him to be successful. And their defensive unit has not been as good as they should be. So those are a lot of the reasons for the struggles.
2: Puff, puff, pass. Um, okay. Uh, I will say that the weather, I did want to mention the weather stuff. We saw that it was rainy as shit could be there. Um, yeah. When it's that rainy, it did kind of affect the throwing out there. So, yeah, that, especially in those type of situations, do you need a running game? Because you, you can't really trust that passing game as much. I, I think – I think Kansas City knew it. They, they came in with a game plan. They gave Clyde, you know, 26 rushes. They're definitely out there. It's affecting what the offense can do when it's that heavy. So that is something I do take one little look at each and every week is there's an article. You could probably just look it up by Googling, but um, how does weather affect fantasy this week or whatever it is? And there's there's usually a couple different articles in there, and they'll give you like game reports of, of the weather. But if you suspect that there might be heavy weather like that, you know, there is a, a chance for an effect on the game. There's a, there's kind of levels to where it's effect or not effect. I did want to mention that touchdown catch
1: that Stephon Diggs had. A little bit of toe-drag swag, man. I'm, <laughs> I was impressed. Uh, I did not think he was in when I first saw it. I was like, oh, he's way out. But, uh, yeah, upon further review, man, he got him in. That was nice.
2: Yeah, that was dope.
1: Sweet guys, all right, well that wraps up the game recap uh, segment of the show and now we got some waiver guys uh, before we get into a little listener uh question got sent into us. So we want to make sure we hit that. Who you got for us on the waivers for everybody to look out for this week, Rich?
2: Well, as per usual, I think we got our wide receivers, they're just stacked up, stacked up, lots of options. Like I've said before, these guys are nice options. I don't know if you can start them every week to week, but um there's guys out there. Tim Patrick is looking like a nice option in Denver. Uh, if Drew Locke's back there slinging it. Uh, he's, he's been impressive. Uh, we've talked about Travis Fulgham. Uh, a little under-the-radar guy is Ty Johnson in Tampa Bay. I don't know if you guys have caught that. He looks pretty yeah. good, man. Ty Johnson looks real good. So he might be under the radar. He might be more like a back half of the season kind of like project type guy. Just see how it pans out. But if you got roster room, he's kind of a guy. What else do I have? Running backs, Uh, Miles Sanders with his one- to two-week absence. You might be interested in Scott or Clement. I might not be. I, I'm not really f- thrilled with what's going on there. It's, it's tough with that offensive line.
0: I almost want to take a pass on Miles Sanders, and he's the best back, so –
2: they oh they're in our they're in our Philly and New York Giants game. That's on Thursday. I actually find that to be the Giants are a pretty good defense to be honest with you. So that's not really the greatest matchup for what you want to bring in Boston Scott on 3 days notice. I don't know if that's great. I, I, honestly, I could see Clement eating into any production neither one being valuable.
0: There's a guy that I want to add to people's watch list. What do you got? I got Jeremy McNichols.
2: Yeah, I had him Ooh. on there too. Yeah, he's he's a worthwhile handcuff, right?
0: Yeah, I saw Ooh. him running in that Tennessee game, and he looks like just a smaller version of Derrick Henry, man. Like he yeah. he's big. He runs the ball like the same way. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, that was a nice run by Henry. I'm like, oh, that wasn't Henry. Wow, look out.
2: What I like about that is that actually I just see the same, like you said, the same running style, and I feel like that's like taught. That's taught from the coaching staff that that running style, like because like. The, the way, like, that I McNichols, mean, like, he was getting low. Like, it, uh, as a tackle was about to happen, he gets low and, like, makes sure that he's still picking up yardage at the end of every freaking play. I love that out of running backs, man. They get hit, and it's
0: still three more yards. Yeah, so if you're a Derrick Henry owner, I highly suggest getting that backup because he is someone yeah. where if, you know, God forbid something happens to your beast, yeah, he is someone that can just – pick up the pace yeah
2: I mean you're looking for 75 80 percent of the production from him I think you can get that maybe out of that guy yeah
1: and just uh Derek Henry's performance uh real quick again guys I mean I know it happened to me but it was still impressive the way he went down the field in overtime then he takes the direct snap and bulldozes his way into the end zone just uh, no one wants to hit that guy that late in the game man
2: one little tidbit I got for you guys Uh, on Saturday I was talking with my son and he was like, yeah, you should make a trade. I was like telling him like, spice it up a little bit in his league he's doing a free league like make a trade why don't you go get derrick henry and i go oh you know what i kind of forgot you guys are ppr and then he's because he was like yeah he's all right and i'm like he's all right (laughs) he said he's all right to me i'm like he's he's more than all right son i told him that that night i'm like listen listen he's more than all right he's really (laughs) fucking good let's put it that way and then he went out and just absolutely fucking killed it i loved it yep I did have, you know, Mark Ingram came up with um, a little injury, and Gus Edwards is is hardly owned out there, so he might be a guy, you know, for some starts here coming up. They'll, If, if Mark Ingram's out, they'll definitely split that backfield up with him and J.K. Dobbins and, and let them both run the ball a shit ton. So he's a guy. Um, we've got Moster, Mostert injured, so you might see McKinnon or Coleman out there on your wires. Go take a look. Um
0: it doesn't seem like good pickings for the running backs. I mean, at best, you're getting a 50-50, You know,
2: so we're seeing. If if you're interested in some streaming defenses, I've got Buffalo next week. I thought that was nice. Um, they're up against the Jets, so pick on that. Pick on that matchup if oh, you yeah. can.
1: Anybody versus the Jets, man. Anybody versus the Jets.
2: Man. And then before tonight, I had the Cowboys on my list, even though I know they're a shitty defense. They play the Washington. Red- <laughs> I almost got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. You slammed on the
1: brakes mid-sentence, bro.
2: <laughs> the Washington football team.
1: <laughs> Whoops. They wear the color red. They do wear the color red yes, on their jerseys.
2: The Washington team with red jerseys. Uh <laughs> They do play that team next week, so I thought that might be kind of like a juicy matchup, but uh maybe not. Maybe it's clear of that. So Get that off my list. <laughs> Never mind. Tight end. If uh, Joe New Smith's going to miss a game, which was unfortunate for me, Ferker looked like he could fill in admirably. So, spot mm. start that guy if you need to as a Joe New Smith guy. Or eh, even tight ends are pretty dried up now. They look pretty pretty nasty out there.
1: You can you can only go get them though if you can say Firkser five times fast.
2: For sure. For <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. For
0: sure. Go get that guy. I just say Waller. 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 <laughs> Waller.
2: Oh, maybe. Uh hey, uh, I had one note on the QB side. There's not really there, there, Well, in some leagues, uh Justin Herbert's available and enough That's, leagues. Oh, yeah. 150%. Go
1: get that guy.
2: Check this out though. I got a I got a little uh, research in Tannehill, fifty four percent owned. Wow. Only fifty four percent owned right now. So, I mean, in a lot of people's leagues that we're talking to right now, like, go get Ryan Tannehill. He's on on my team. Like, I drafted him.
0: He's a top-five quarterback right now.
2: Yeah. He's only 54% known. Because they just don't trust it. I don't know why they don't buy it. Dude, pitch and catch is easy when you got Derrick Henry.
0: Pitch and catch, man. Pitch and catch,
2: dude. Yeah, let's
0: go. Dude, play action. If you can throw the ball off play action – Ain't nothing easier than that.
2: With weapons, dude. They got weapons. Yeah. A.J. AJ Brown's a weapon. He's a legit yeah. wide receiver one.
1: Now that A.J. Brown's back and looking like his beast self after that little injury he suffered early in the year, man, uh, I like Tan Hill in that offense a whole lot. And it, you just see what it does. I mean, it, it plays into each other. The run game, they just run over people, and then the pass game he goes over the top. That's the formula, man.
2: What's that, Brad? What are you showing
0: me? I was trying to show my flexing muscles.
2: I saw Travis Fulgham in there. You Are you going to make a move for Travis Fulgham? Is that what you showed me?
0: Oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to show it to you, but there's no secret. I mean, look at the guy. You ain't
2: getting Travis Fulgham.
0: I'm Anthony Miller just wasting away on my bench and Cam Akers. You're
2: you're dreaming. Wasting away. You're dreaming, bro.
0: Oh, I'm never going to get to him. But, hey, at the same time, I never thought I was going to get Justin Jefferson, and I got him, so. It's
2: a pipe dream. What do you need him for? What do you need? Yeah, you got Justin Jefferson sitting around. You got A.J. Brown. You got D.K. Metcalf. You got wide Nick receivers. Chug, frickin' Jonathan Taylor. You're
1: going to give yourself a headache, man. Try it with those starting decisions. Don't yeah. do it to yourself. Come on, man.
2: Oh, it's not,
0: he probably won't ever start, but I yeah, know he won't ever start against me. All right, get
2: Fulgum and let's talk a trade.
0: <laughs> You'll have position.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm getting up there in my moves. Oh. I, I got to start being a little more conservative, I think. I got players anyway. I got I got wide receivers myself. I got really I got really trustworthy wide receivers. I think myself. So. That's way wide uh, waiver wire. I think from from my point of view. I don't know about you guys. Sweet bro, yeah, I'm
1: good, man. I think we yeah. covered the bases. Yeah, I mean we mentioned New York and Philly real quick. So Thursday night, that's the game. Zach Ertz is hurt. Miles Sanders is hurt. Dallas Godera is hurt. I guess Philly's down to their third string tight end. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I guess uh, I, I guess I would take Philly to win this game though. Carson Wentz has been playing a little bit better.
2: They're the better team. They are the better team still, even even with all that. I think Darius Slayton's gonna be out maybe for the Giants. So they're they're totally dinged up too. This is injury city, like um kind of crappy teams, obviously. We're in the crappy NFC East. Uh I'll lean towards Philly. Uh, but you know, I, I might lean towards starting Carson Wentz. He looks like, he looks like a guy, like he's starting to get it together. I mean, he got a rushing touchdown, three touchdowns this week. So no matter what the weapons are, he seems to be able to create offense. And so, um, against a little bit lesser of a team and lesser of a defense between, you know, he just got done facing Pittsburgh and Baltimore now he gets a little bit of a decrease and gets to go up against the Giants. I think we see I think we see some points getting scored, and I think Carson wants will look nice in this game.
0: Yeah, I started wondering about Wentz. He is looking nicer, but I do notice that, man, he is just staying in and getting hit making these passes. So will he hold up and more and more weapons go away yeah. from him? I mean, how many weapons can he get? I know he still finds guys and this and that. So I don't know. I mean, I do think – he will do okay. I don't think he's going to do great. I'm actually going to go with uh, the Giants winning this game.
1: Oh, a little upset.
0: I'm going to spice it up here, guys. I'm going to go away from your, your pick, they should say.
1: It's really hard to spice up a game in this division, bro.
0: Hey, man, the Dallas Cowboys just got their asses handed to them by the Arizona Cowboys. Yeah, handed to them, and they're still comfortably in first place.
1: By the Arizona Cowboys?
0: Yeah. no, the,
1: Down there in Tombstone? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: i talk fast get used to it oh i know man
0: (laughs) you remember the text messages i used to send you those are the best
1: (laughs) oh dude i had to decode those things like get out a little decipher what was that message you said
0: all right bro before you send a message put down the phone (laughs) take a deep breath reread it think about it take another deep breath Read it again, yeah, yeah. fix the mistakes, and send it. Because I cannot understand what the fuck you say. <laughs> I think it was something word for word like that.
1: Yeah, it, was, it sounds about right, man. That's good. <sighs> and I think you took my advice, Brad. Your texting skills have really improved.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I do just take one deep breath and reread so that I do make a couple <laughs> mistakes still. But I bet you if I did that second breath, I would get everything.
2: Yeah. Brad makes some mistakes, though. Yes. Let me see if I can get one for you from yesterday. Oh.
1: Where he sends it to you and you're just, like, confused for the next ten minutes. You're yeah, like, you what? just sit there and look at
2: it. You're just like, hmm. Did he mean this or yeah. that? Yeah. You come up with, like, four different ideas and yeah. you're like, which has gotta be one of those? Which one is it? Yeah, it, a b c or d you like take it around to your family. You're like, what do you think? I, I got a couple Brad options for you. What does Brad mean here? And I'm
0: like, <laughs> Oh, it's a taco. Oh shit, no, it's supposed to say cat. And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, cat. I was asking you about your cat. How's it doing? <laughs> I thought you wanted to know if I wanted to go to tacos <laughs> on Thursday, Thursday. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, that's fucking <laughs>
1: We got to get this in here, guys. We had our yeah, first yeah. listener uh, submission. You know, we love all the listeners out there. We appreciate you guys. So you got any fantasy, uh, you know, questions, start Sid. And, uh, uh, you know, Sarope went ahead and rode in with this one, man, and – It's a trade analysis question, so he's wondering, guys, you know what we kind of how we would evaluate this deal. Jared Goff and Juju Smith-Schuster, he would be trying to acquire, and then he wants to send away Kirk Cousins and OBJ. So, where do you come out on that one, Rich?
2: Mm, Okay, so checking it out. Obviously, you get Goff, you improve at quarterback. Mm. (sighs)
1: Sorry.
0: How are you?
2: Are you getting sleepy over there, Brad? Is that oh, a man? You're it's
0: just a total lackluster trade, man.
2: Oh, oh okay.
0: you're
1: looking for a big mover and shaker, huh?
0: Dak, I mean, he's obviously filling a void, and you go you trade for golf. I mean, cousins on a, some weeks is gonna have a better week than that. I mean, yet yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, so it's just like, okay, so you're not really improving your team by that much. Some weeks, eh, you know, maybe a little more stability with the Rams. I can see that. But you're also giving up an OBJ, which possibly gets 30-plus points. Juju is a beast, but we are seeing Claypool kind of come up. So you kind of got to wonder about that. So, I mean, I feel like it's just a very lateral, lateral trade.
1: Yeah, I think uh, on the surface it is pretty evenly balanced if both owners were so inclined to make the deal, man. Oh, 100%. You know, it's just kind of a, a motivation thing, you know, if, you know, Chris is looking to upgrade maybe a little bit with OBJ. But, you know, is OBJ an upgrade over Juju? I, I think Juju is in a much better passing offense. OBJ is going to have a few big games, but yeah. Baker's just got me a little bit concerned.
2: Real quick, I thought of something for Brad. Is, Brad goes, this is so hum. He goes, because, you know, uh, I got a nickname for Brad, Blockbuster Brad. He's like, you know. Oh. We-
0: <laughs> Make it a Blockbuster night, Brad. I like that. Everyone's invited.
2: He's looking for the blockbusters. So yeah, this isn't a blockbuster, but um, I could like I could I could see the motivation of sometimes you do sometimes you do pull a, a trade that's mostly lateral like this. I would mm-hmm. say this is mostly lateral for these teams, but what it is is more of a change of scenery. You, you get the. Okay, I'm not, I, I'm not with this, uh, with these players anymore. I don't have to watch o, Odell Beckham anymore. That's that's, right. I'm, I'm tapping out basically. And so, you know, it, overall, I say this is just pretty much a fair trade. If they wanted to do it, it makes sense.
0: Dude, I just thought about it. He's got Cook and Thieland. Yeah. So that would also be a huge reason to go out and get golf. Actually, that makes a lot more sense to go do the trade now for Sirap. Because why would you want to throw three Vikings? You know.
2: He shouldn't have done it in the first place, yeah, yeah. Like, but um, I wouldn't mind doing this. I, I like a little bit of upside with Juju, and we talk about the wide receivers. If we talk about, you said, Mark, the the Baker situation versus, well, yeah. uh, I, I don't like the guy, but Big Ben – he he's looking really solid. The offense is looking super solid, uh, great offense mm-hmm. overall. There's maybe a little more upside with Juju here. There's, there's value to be had there. So really on that side of it, I mean, honestly, yeah, the golf Juju side would probably win overall. That's probably the much better side.
0: I just kind of also like listening to you guys and talking about it out loud. I'm like, actually, I kind of like the golf Juju. <laughs> you know, I was thinking it was like kind of a yawn. Yeah. But also, not only this, but if you think about it, Claypool has just been killing it out there. At what yeah. point do defenses have to start respecting him and yeah. create more space for Juju? So Yeah, it'll
2: go back and forth. There's there's room for two there, man. It's it's actually really nice when they have two wide receivers yeah, that are close, killing it. There's room for two. There's room for two.
0: <laughs> I mean, just look at what Hop Jefferson and Dillon are doing. I mean, they're, they're, you can still get your production on both sides of the ball.
2: Well, remember when it was Antonio Brown and Juju, there was massive production for two wide receivers there. So, I mean, it's not it's not beyond the realm of possibilities that we're going to have two really nice producing, I mean, top 18 wide receivers in the back half of the season week to week.
1: And one factor, Juju is past his bye because the Steelers had that uh, early bye with the uh, league shuffling the schedule around. So that'd be another factor I like on that
2: side of it. Always something to consider. So, yeah, I think it waits out that way.
0: If you can sell, I mean, like, Odell, he can go. He's really hot or cold, man.
2: Yeah, no doubt. So Rope might have to give up another player now that we talked to it all out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you really
0: wanted us to. Go ahead and
1: uh ask IBM Watson. I'm sure he'll give you some sage advice. Might be a little interesting, yeah. Signed five players for one. That's that's what I'll tell
2: you. I've been getting a lot of three-for-ones that it's been showing me to give out. I'm like, no. (laughs) No. No, No. sir.
0: (laughs) Actually, I haven't looked in a while. Let's see what it says for me. Uh, Acquired uh, McKinnon and Henderson for Akers and Jefferson. Eh, That's not terrible.
2: Yeah, it's not terrible. I think it's been getting a little bit better, to be honest with you. Just a little bit.
0: The machine is learning. It's getting smarter.
2: It's heard us talking shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
0: These guys are cracking on me. They sent <laughs> a three for three here. What do you got? Uh, Philip Lindsay, Hines, and Gallup for Akers, Taylor, and Jefferson. Don't really like that.
2: I got one for you, Mark. It's got, it's got me oh, one boy. for you. Chase Edmonds Uh-oh. and, and Miko Hardman for Damian Harris and The Dash.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm going to send that over if you're good with that. <laughs>
2: I mean, you can, you can just click buttons if you like clicking buttons and I can click a button that's red and you know, all that, like, I mean, it's kind of fun. <laughs> Decline. I haven't really gotten very many trade offers. It's funny because like, honestly, it's it's funny in our league because I, I don't think people pay enough attention to be like taking advantage of like certain situations. It's like, dude, if like, if yeah. I get a Jonu Smith injury, somebody should be like coming at me and being like, Hey man, you want backup tight end? I got like, let's talk about this. Like it should be like almost instantaneous. Like. Boom! Here's a need. Like, Piranha. as soon as a need pops up, like, yeah, like I would, I would almost, yeah. I would rather have it be that way. A little more action that way. That it's like, hey, like, oh, you got a need. Well, I got a need. Because everybody does. Everybody's got needs. Brad, you got needs.
0: I got needs. Everyone's got needs. I got Madison <laughs> off the free wire two weeks prior. Dalvin Cook goes down, and I mean, nothing really, you know, came to fruition with it. But I have to inquire with Sirope and be like, hey, man. You interested in an insurance policy, I'm telling?
2: What do you think?
1: <laughs> I got some insurance for sale.
0: So it's for a low, you know, initial fee now. You can feel safe and comfortable every time you go to bed. And he said, you know what? I'm going to decline on the extra plan. And he decided not to. And, and looking looking back on it, good move on him because Madison didn't have a good game, which would have been his one real start unless he gets injured yep. again. So.
2: But I think you bring up a good point, Brad. Is that should do your due diligence? Like, hey, man, like when the Le'Veon Bell thing was happening, I did my due diligence. I said, I, I and I came forward and I said, hey, listen, I I, I think this is will be end up being this situation, which is pretty much as I dispelled it as it would be, and said, you know, I'd be willing to give up some stuff to get into that situation because there is a certain level of protection with that insurance that's nice at certain positions. Yeah. Um, I, I would say, like, right now, I i, I roster Alvin Kamara. I'd be interested in getting Latavius Murray on my roster. I'd definitely yeah. be interested in that. There's certain guys yeah. that it's worth it.
1: As well as especially this whole year, man, with these injuries and COVID and everything, it's like
2: yeah. I'm still just
1: feeling a little shaky on my roster. But I will say I sleep a lot better at night now that Brian Hill's sitting down there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the guy looks good. I mean, he coughed up the ball, but otherwise he looked good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, you 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 definitely, especially you, man. You you got you got one guy essentially at running back right now. So you That's gotta it. you gotta have that backfield on lockdown if you only got one, especially.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. What else we got? Is that about it?
2: I think that was it, man. We did all that. We did our waivers. We did our game. We did talks. Siropes uh, uh, trade suggestion. Knocked it out the park. That's it, man. We had a good episode. <laughs> the World Series is on. <laughs> who gives a shit?
1: The Rays and the who? The Dodgers and the Rays? Like, oh, my The God, Dodgers who cares, What? Dude. As soon as the Cubs went out of it, I was like, don't
2: man, care. I just can't do it. I can't do it for baseball anymore, man. I, I try, but.
0: Um, dude, when uh, I was a kid, I used to pull my teeth out because I wanted the new ones. I just can't do it anymore. It's just that bad. It's like pulling Cause teeth. Because wanted the new ones? It's like pulling teeth, man. Can't do it. It did it as a kid. It's just not the same anymore. You,
2: could, you caught that too, Mark, huh? Where you
0: said that? Because I wanted new ones. Well, fuck yeah, dude. I want no busted ass tooth. This thing's like hanging on by a flap. Like, come on. Get that out of here. Let's get this new one in. Good lord. Let's move on. I mean that's a that's a metaphor for fucking fantasy, man. Rip that tooth out and move on. Let the new one grow.
2: I'm ready to move on from this week, yo. I'm done with this week. Fuck this week. Let's move on. Week seven. I'll see you guys on Thursday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Turn the clock. All right, guys. <laughs> We're gonna get on out of here, and uh, yeah, uh, appreciate you guys listening. And we'll uh, be cranking out another episode for you guys to check out Friday. So. Catch us then on the Organic Football Podcast. Later.
2: Bye for now.
1: Ciao, babe.